All right. Welcome, everybody. My name is Patrick from Joystick Journeys, and I'm here with my co-host. Howdy. And we are going to get started. Welcome to episode 12, I think, Cody. I'm almost Fuck, 11 or <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is 12. I'm pretty sure I remember making 11, the little, you know, uh, what is that? The track cover for 11. So anyway, we'll find out. Um, <laughs> Cody, how's the week been? It's been good. Been been pretty okay. I'm a little, yeah. We'll get, we'll get into it, but it's been all rightish. Okay, okay, yeah. It's uh, it was a big week this week for games. We had the Game Awards, which they might as well just rebrand to Winter E3. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's hop into tech news and controversies or whatnot. First thing I have on my little notepad here is uh, the Game Awards for this week. Like we were just saying, the Winter E3 is, if I may. But uh, one of the things that you and I were uh, immediately apparent to me, because we were very annoyed with it, um, and then sure enough, the community was as well, was the constant interrupting of the various winners it was last year i get that you know uh christopher um his last name slipping me the guy who voices kratos he he had an eight minute speech seven minutes 59 seconds which is insane and uh it caused them to run over so this year they were very 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 adamant about time sure i guess but like these people they're working on these games for years and they they win this award at it's the biggest part of their life at, yeah yeah at the biggest award event that we have currently cuz you know there's other award events out there but this is definitely the biggest one this is like game of the year when it's crowned here then that's kind of the thing that it officially wins game of the year and um and for these people to get up there and at the 30-second mark of their speech, a sign is held up that says, uh, please wrap it up. Oh, man, that just rubs me wrong. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Well, yeah, the way the, the music was just like a insult, a slap to your face. In my opinion, when they were, they would kind of play the music a little bit over your volume. So it kind of deafened people talking yeah and then then it would get a little louder to kind of force them to stop talking yeah it was it was their way of interrupting people's talking to kind of let them know hey you know we got to call it there but uh we don't like it because people people pointed out some good stuff so for uh anyone out there listening they had a whole presentation from uh hideo kojima and um and what is his name jordan peel um, I yeah, know, Jordan I Peele. know it's Peel. Yeah, Jordan Peel. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I do think he's uh, a good like director. Yeah, Don't get yeah. Me wrong, I, I, I respect some his work. of his views. I'm uh, I'm against a little. I understand yeah. the reasoning. I guess is valid to a sense, but I, I really don't like 
like some of his views. Yeah, well, well, that's fair. That's fair. My thing is, though, when Hideo Kojima comes on, everyone cheers. Hideo Kojima has been huge in the industry for very, very, very many, many, many years. So he's he's earned the respect that he's given. But Hideo Kojima's work has gotten very abstract. Um, uh, arguably, Death Stranding was not a great game. Uh, it was kind of a funky, weird game. Granted, some of the mechanics were phenomenal, very well done. Um, but yeah, it, it, it wasn't mind blowing. It wasn't the next metal gear solid. And now they announced their, uh, latest game, which was called OD. I'm assuming that possibly stands for overdose. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what, what one article. Yeah. That, that's what one article said was that OD overdose is the next title. So, uh, it was a very weird trailer. It was not a trailer done right, in my opinion. Again, it was a very abstract trailer. Some of you out there can say, yeah, it was art. I mean, sure, uh, I guess. But looking at that trailer, you cannot tell me you figured out anything from that game. That was not a proper trailer. It was just a a, a snippet from Kojima's mind that I, I, I don't even fucking know how to explain it. That's I didn't like oh, it. Yeah. I didn't like it. Neither did I. And it seems like now he's trying to go because, you know, people are like, oh, what the hell is this? And they're going to click on that. They're yeah. going to want to find out more because uh, he, he, like you said, he's a really good game developer. Yeah. Um, But he's leaning too far into the, like, abstract let's make it as clueless as possible shoot a trailer for it drop the game death stranding to me no i never played it so i don't have i guess real rights to be talking about it but i have watched a couple of videos on it and yeah it it, it seemed like a pretty a pretty good game maybe maybe if i played it maybe i would think differently but i don't see me playing a game like that yeah, uh, I do yeah. love story-driven games, and uh, I think that one is a mainly story-driven game on just a what-the-fuck kind of, you know, genre. You know, you're, like, not knowing really much, and then you're learning these, like, weird secrets. It's the kind of game it seemed like me, to me. Yeah. Yeah, so they it's apparently going to be a horror game. He's working with Jordan Peele on it, and... I brought all this up because they took up, God, they were on the stage for how many minutes? They were, they, they were on the stage for, felt like seven minutes or so. And maybe that's, maybe that's overkill. Maybe it wasn't that long, but I feel like it was. They were I thought it was for, longer than that. At least 10, 15 is what I was thinking. Uh, maybe. They, they brought they, out Kojima and they, he talked a little bit. And then uh, they told him that who they were partnering with. And that's when Peel come out and then took up more time. Yeah. So, so between it, the it, both of them, yeah, it, it did to me take at least ten to fifteen minutes. It's super frustrating. Uh, that yeah, it was apparently it was approximately six minutes. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it's super frustrating that all these people who worked on these games and won these awards, and then you had the VA for um, Asterion. Uh, shit. What what was his name? Uh, it'll come to me 
It'll come to me. It's Neil, Neil Newborn. So then you had Neil yeah. Newborn, who won performance of the year, who who did have a very powerful message, uh, you know, for the community, um, for the LGBTQ community or whatnot. And, you know, that you're not alone, all this stuff. And he was getting cut off in that. And that's yeah, that that was shitty. Then for Kojima and Jordan Peele to sit up there saying this is going to be crazy. This is going to be crazy for six, seven minutes. Like, come the fuck on. You guys got to reprioritize. So Jeff Knightley has come out and said, oh, we don't. Well, while no one did get actually cut off, we feel like, okay, we probably did rush people. No, no. Neil did get fucking cut off. Like, apparently the live audience was saying we never heard the you're not alone. That was cut off for the live audience. Um, Listeners on Twitch and YouTube, yada, yada, yada. They they did get to hear it. Um, But. Yeah, it's fucked up. They've, they've got to fix that. And uh, Jeff Knightley claims they are going to fix it next year. I hope that's true. That was absolute fucking shit. Yeah. Like like you said, yeah, you don't want somebody up there taking up so much time. And then, the sh- then you know, the broadcast, well, the showing of it takes much longer, you know, than what was planned. I, I can understand all of that. But I, I guess try to just sit down with the game creators and be like, Hey, y'all look, we are trying to run a tight schedule, you know, so try to make it quick. Yeah. You know? And I get you're cramming in all these world premieres and all this. That's awesome. The The game community loves it. We love to see those world premieres. Some oh, of them yeah. are fucking weird looking, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but at the same time, uh, I, I, I know Kojima's a big name, but I don't think, kojima for something we don't have a single ounce of gameplay or any real details for i don't think that warrants seven minutes that time could have been a quick announcement kojima on stage 90 seconds move into more awards more you know whatever uh matthew mcconaughey was there which you and i love matthew mcconaughey and a new game yeah a new game was revealed that he's going to be in uh, which actually did look pretty good. Uh, it actually kind of gave us Destiny vibes at first. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, and the whole the whole timing, the time ordeal, uh, time dilation, that that could be really cool. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. Um, but that was another example of, you know, that trailer and that presentation alone took up a crazy amount of time when people just weren't given their time. Anyway, that sucked. I'm not going to keep on harping on it, but. But I did up. like, I didn't even know Matthew McConaughey was like a gamer or whatnot, or like you, I guess really everybody's at least dabbled in gaming some, but I didn't know he was into gaming. Supposedly yeah, he well, is from uh, yeah. this little uh, TikTok. Uh, he supposedly did an interview talking about it. Yeah, it's super cool. He dabbles in a little bit of everything. I saw him at, you know, the. Um, U.S. Open this year. He was in Djokovic's, the winner of the U.S. Open for tennis. He was in his family and friends box, and yeah, he, he just he seems like he dabbles all over the place. He seems like a cool guy. Damn right, um, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's kind of all I had. I don't, I didn't see too many controversies in the news. I feel like we're forgetting something, but it is what it is. I do want to talk more about the game awards, though. A lot was announced, and I'd like to kind of discuss some of those things that were announced. Well, the one thing that uh, I I feel that was in the news that I hate right now 
I know I've been talking about Dragon's Dogma 2 a lot. Well, Capcom's like, mm, yeah, we're going to charge $70 for that. And the reasoning behind it was the whole Rockstar put out a comment somewhere saying, yeah, we've had little to no pushback from uh, charging people $70, $80 for a game. It, and it's like, nah, shit. We're gamers. We're invested in this shit. We want to see more of it. So yeah, we're going to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm going to pay that. But no, fuck that. I'm sorry. I'm not getting Dragon's Dogma 2 right when it comes out. If it sticks with that $70 price, I'm not I'm not going to do it. I'm not... I, <laughs> call it a site boycotting on my end, but I'm not, not falling prey to, you know, these games anymore with... Just overly charging. Yeah, it, it, it's a, the thing is, it's everything. The whole economy, everything's so expensive now. And now games, which again, have saved a lot of cost on, you know, we're, we're no longer having to create a, a metric fuck ton of physical copies and ship them and all this shit. I mean, most of it's digital huh. now. They should be saving money there. Granted, the Sorcerer class, I watched a video on it and it did look insane. But no, I agree. First <laughs> off, Dragon's Dogma. Okay. You guys out there who's listening, shoot me for this if you want. Whatever. It, it's a single-player game, and that doesn't mean... I'm not saying because it's single-player that doesn't warrant a $70 price tag. But actually, you know what? I kind of am. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. You're You're getting a Dragon's Dogma campaign. The gameplay seems good and whatnot. But at the same time, I'm... I guess we'll we'll see when it comes out if I'll watch yeah. some gameplay and see if it would warrant a $70 tag but even what I've watched I just I can't convince myself to spend $70 on it. No, and it's I, not I, like oh it's a bad game is why I won't spend a $70 or anything like that. But yeah, I'm I it's just I'm I'm tired of games going that route i get if yeah. you were offering me a lot more it's shitty it's shitty times are already hard people are struggling to buy groceries and shit uh i, I mean if you take your family to mcdonald's now a fucking burger and fries is now like 12 bucks and yeah. like i mean come the fuck on man and now our video games have to go up too it sucks it fucking sucks um because i mean wages aren't really going up Minimum wage has been the same for <laughs> fucking 30, 40 it's years. Since or the 90s, yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, it sucks. Uh, I won't be buying it at launch. I'll do the same thing I did to Diablo. We waited on Diablo. We got Diablo for $40. I bought the Ultimate Edition for $55. Um, and I put so many hours into it. I would have, and, and we're not done with it. Lauren's going to be off for work uh, this week because of the Christmas break. So I'm about to be grinding Diablo again now that she's um, going to be off. Because the thing is, Diablo, it just sucks when it, you only can play it for like an hour here or there. Uh, I'd like to actually invest time into it, get a lot of shit done, and we were having a good time then. But yeah, that's one of those games where looking back, I probably, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have mind the $70 tag. I've been been able to play with my friends got already have pushing 150 200 hours in it um but yeah a single player experience like dragon's dogma 2 uh i just i can't bring myself to spend 70 dollars on it 
Yeah, I love it. God, and I'm hating that I'm going to stand my ground on this. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not paying that money for it. And well, if the they did... Is... Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say, well, Humble Bundle, I'd probably be able to get it to you for 55 but... I I could see that. If it comes down to that, where I might just buy my Humble Bundle then... Because I would like to have that subscription back. Yeah, so right now I can get the deluxe edition of Dragon's Dogma 2 for $68. Nope. So, and I, that's the $80 edition of the game. Let's see if they have the... Uh, just what the what is the... Is it just like regular... Is there anything... I think you get an adventures pack or something. Yeah, so the deluxe edition, you get um, uh, a boon and early battle superior weapons quartet. I'm not sure what that means. It just shows a bunch of weapons and some soldiers. And then the adventurer's safeguard ring of assurance. I don't know what that ring does. Uh, and then for the boon of adventures, the new journey pack, you get camping gear, uh, music sound collection, a pendant. 1500 rift crystals, a wake stone, a, a galki, um, a rift incense. So they give you a bunch of shit um, for that one. And yeah, again, I gained that one, that one for $68. Um, Maybe it'll go down to at least 60 and I can see doing that. Yeah. So if you do decide to get it uh, and I can get it for $59, the standard edition. So if you don't want to pay the 70 yeah, just get with me. I have my Humble Bundle discount, and we'll get it for the actual price that it should be. Yeah. Which sucks, because if it was $60, then I could have got it to you for 50 But, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, at least it won't be 70 Even if you decide for the deluxe edition, you won't be paying 70 Close to it. <clears throat> yeah, well, maybe maybe it'll drop down some more. Like I said, you know, I just, it's one of those things. Maybe if I just have a decent amount of throw around money, which I fucking never do around that time, maybe. But yeah, yeah fuck, fuck, fuck the whole raising the price thing, especially with that dickheaded comment and them stating that that's why they're going to try it because, you know, hell, Rockstars does it. And then is yeah that that's what really pisses me off with that that just seems like a dickheaded statement like they don't they don't know gamers in my opinion then they're just pumping out shit that we like and they're like eh, we're gonna keep on doing that but now we're raising those prices dog yeah it's really unfortunate it's really unfortunate um, now if you were to offer me like a whole lot a humongous amount of shit like uh how you were naming off that $80 uh price one and all the ads to that yeah i could see paying 60 for that <laughs> but yeah not 80 yeah yeah i i don't i don't know man it's it's shit it's shit. It's just especially like like right now here at Christmas time. 
my fridge died. I had to buy another fridge, $1,200. My wife and I had to get this new fridge. And, you know, it's it sucks. It sucks. Times are already hard. And so any games on the future horizon are probably going to be, you know, put off. Uh, we'll keep yeah. playing Diablo. Uh, last night, we all played Siege again, which is actually a good time. I kind of like the new operator, even though he's a double-edged sword, you know, because he freezes the opponents and your friendlies. But I don't give a shit. If you guys are over there, you're getting frozen. Not my problem. Um, yeah. <clears throat> let's see. <laughs> uh but yeah so uh we've also been doing a lot of vr stuff lately which has been fun i've been enjoying getting back into vr um and lauren being able to actually join us now that the quest 3 doesn't fuck with our eyes as much so that's that's been fun that's been fun uh but yeah Uh, me personally vr chat i i'm glad y'all have fun with it but generally i don't Dude, I don't know. I, I, I don't like know why. The cards against humanity shit and that uh the knockoff cards against humanity that they have in there. And that's just been funny as fuck. Yeah, I know. I've been uh it's like I like hearing y'all have fun. I would like to jump in it too, but I don't know, just something in it, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, I guess it's not for everyone. It's like it's it just only has like <clears throat> I don't know, like a five-minute window of, yeah, I'm having fun here. And then it just, like, immediately crashes. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, uh, I want to so I can play more with the boys in it. I do. But I, I just, I can't. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad or it can't be fun. Obviously, it is because y'all all have a very good time in it. And I uh, have a little fun here and there with it, you know, but it, it just seems very fleeting very quickly. And oh, then gotcha. I'm just like, yeah, it, yeah, I don't know why, but it's just yeah, one of those games, I guess. We found that, you know, knockoff Call of Duty Zombies. That was pretty fun. That got really hard really quick, though, but that, that was fun. Hell yeah. Um, let's see. So... Uh, okay. Back to the game awards. The shit that was announced. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. There is. There was quite a few interesting things that were announced. Uh, a couple things I didn't really care about. Skull and Bones was delayed like crazy. Apparently, that's finally coming in February. I really enjoyed Sea of Thieves. I liked playing it with you guys, but I don't know about Skull and Bones. It's like just watching the gameplay. It's just not. It's reminded me too much of that Sid Meier's pirate game for some reason. Uh, maybe it's just the graphic style. I don't know what it is. It's just, I might be wrong. When it comes out, uh, I'll look into it. But as of right now, I'm not really excited for it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, oh. Another thing we saw, the Jurassic Park survival game. It kind of almost looked like a horror survival like they did with that Aliens Isolation game, but in yeah. Jurassic Park, I, that would kind of look hype as fuck. I'm excited for that shit. Not me. I was yeah. the kid that was scared of T-Rexes and dinosaurs. Like, I was not the kid that, <laughs> yeah, raw T-Rex. No, when I, because it was Jurassic Park that did it, you know? It was like, I guess it was the first most 
goriest, bloodiest thing I've, I'd seen, you know, with the big-ass T-Rex, and I got that weird phobia with things, like, immensely big. I'm just fucking terrified of seeing. I, yeah, I don't know what the phobia is called, but, yeah, and, like, yeah, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not as hyped. I mean, it looked very good. It looked, and I always love survival games like that. But, yeah, I'll just be, boop, I'll, I'll be pooping myself everywhere going through <laughs> that game. Like, yeah, I turn a corner and I see a T-Rex. Yeah, I'm shit myself and I'm running the opposite way. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't know when that comes out, but it'll, it'll be, it'll be cool to see. Uh, let's see what else we got. I'm saving some of the ones I'm most excited for for last. Okay, so the Dead Cell creators, uh, the people who made Dead Cells, they may they're making a new roguelike kind of isometric view game called Windblown. Uh, it's a three-player co-op uh, uh, roguelike, and it looks pretty good. It it looks pretty good. It was the first announcement of the night where you and I were finally like, "Oh shit, that, that finally something that looks pretty good." Yeah, and well, it caught us off guard because at first, you know, it looks kind of like a little happy-goy game, and then it turned to like Happy Tree Friends immediately. Like, yeah, <laughs> the way it brutally killed that first one, we're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it, it was, was good. It was I loved it. I definitely want to get into that one. Um, let's see the, the thing that got us so fucking hyped that I'm still so goddamn excited for, and I cannot wait for more information on, I don't know how long we're going to have to wait, but I am more excited for this than some of the biggest games on the horizon right now. And that was, we got our first sneak peek at a new jet set radio game. What? <clears throat> Fuck yeah. That dude. That and Golden oh, Axe. Yeah. They had both of those in the same little trailer. They also showed off Crazy Taxi. That I could take or leave, whatever. Uh, I think they also had Shinobi, whatever. But uh, I think, was there Streets of Rage also in there? I don't know. But yeah. Jet Set Radio and I Golden Axe had me so fucking pumped, dude. Uh, oh, you yeah. and I played Streets of Rage 4, the latest one. And that, that was actually good. That was a really good game. So if there's a 5 coming, awesome. But Jet Set Radio, you and I have been waiting for this for so fucking long. Ever since Jet Set Radio Future, and we're finally getting something else. I'm so fucking excited. And then a new 3D Golden Axe, which um, I know they did one for the 360 that was just kind of eh. But hopefully this one's got some more promise. Uh, I'm excited for it. They did do a 3D one on the 360? I'm pretty sure they did. Because uh, uh, that's what I was hiding about. I'm like, oh shit, a golden axe in 3D. I was like, that's yeah, going to be a little weird, but you know, hey, yeah, I'm down for it. I it's didn't know they golden had axe one in 3D. Beast Rider, yeah. Oh, I think I remember seeing that and wanting to get in and never getting it. Yeah, you, <laughs> you and I, I remember you and I looked at it and we were talking about it. We're like, oh shit, a new golden axe game. But then all it, the only thing it has in common with golden axe is pretty much the title, to my understanding. I just use the yeah. word golden eggs, but I think you just play as this um, female protagonist who's a beast writer. She's like some red haired female protagonist. So it kind of took away what golden eggs is. Uh, Wasn't that I, one of the enemies though? The ones that used to ride like the dragon. And I think it was a lady on the back. 
uh yeah the, there was yeah the, there was an enemy that was yeah it just rode on I top of like so. a little dinosaur thing uh so yeah i guess that's that's definitely kind of similar to one of the enemies in the original golden axe so there was golden axe warrior that's not what we're talking about cody and i grew up playing golden axe um it, the original golden axe ti- uh, title on the sega uh genesis and we played that game for many 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 hours i did always play either the the blue guy with the sword or the red chick um with her sword and you always played the dwarf guy with the axe yeah um, and in the trailer that they kind of teased to us you got to see that little dwarven guy um, yeah with his axe so it's yeah i'm wondering you know what all they're bringing back what they're doing with it i'm super excited about that the new jet set radio i know they sent out long time ago surveys about different art styles they wanted people to vote on and uh and it looks like those rumored you know titles actually are in progress so beyond stoked for those oh yeah and i like what I did like the art that style that I seen with Jet Set Radio. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Didn't it didn't look too much different from the original. Yeah, it wasn't like crazy cell shaded, um, you know, or black bordered or any of that crazy shit. It was still a very popping colors, almost flat art style uh, game, though. It, it, you're exactly right. It was very reminiscent of Jet Set Radio, Jet Set Radio Future. It looks good. It looks good. Cause yeah, uh, Jet Set Radio was like that edgy, funky music kind of game in a way too. So, and uh, they they put that into the art style, and that's why it looks good to me. I I definitely can't wait to do that. And yeah, the Golden Axe too, just because of how long we spent on Golden Axe when we were younger. That that shit sounds very fun, especially the three D premise that I didn't even know there was another one that did it. But technically, there isn't. That game is called Golden Axe, but it isn't the Golden Axe. Yeah, yeah. So I'm <laughs> so hoping... So this is the first 3D one they've done, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And if they don't keep some form of multiplayer, they're going to fuck themselves. It has to have multiplayer. Sega. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, I, you've got to be doing that. Yeah. You brought the dwarf back, you got to be doing it. So... Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not even asking. You're you're doing it. Okay, you got to. It shouldn't even have to ask. That that should have been like the first thought when creating the game. <laughs> okay, this is Okay, they could straight up just re-release Jet Set Radio Future and I'd still be super pumped by the way for anyone out there listening oh, yeah. wondering. If it was just a re-release for Future, I'd still be just as excited as I am now because we love that game. Of course, I'd like a new title, but I wouldn't even bitch if I could just play Jet Set Radio Future. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. Uh, what else was announced, Cody? There's a couple before I get to the one I was most excited about. Um, they had a game. It kind of looked like a Souls-like. Uh, to my knowledge, it looks like it's probably going to be single player. It's called the First Berserker Kazan, and um. It actually looked kind of yeah. cool, though. Uh, it it was almost an... Oh, man, well, I don't even know what I'd call this art style. It It's very anime-y, 
that's not how you'd say that, I guess, but it it's soft on the cell shading. So it's very 3D with a uh, flat kind of color tone. So it kind of has an anime vibe to it. And I hate that it's not going to be multiplayer because that's, you know, most of the games we play nowadays, we play together. But it's one of those that still looks so good that I added it to my wish list and I'll probably still pick it up as a single player game. Um, yeah, it, it, it's uh, Souls-like, um, which, you know, here we love Souls-likes uh, and it looked fucking good. So I'm hyped for that. Hopefully that's as good as the trailer made it look. Yeah, yeah, that that uh, the first Berserk definitely was one that I was liking as well. And what about the, that one game? Like me and you both said about it, it was uh, the Walk or something. What the fuck was it again? And it had those weird little like c- uh, circle guys with the arms. Fuck, what was the name? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's from the developers of the Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. Um, hold on, hold on. Big hold on. walk. That's what it is. Big walk. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was that was. I still don't know why I know where those things are from. So I don't I, even know if they're from anything or if they remind us from something of something. But I remember. Well, of course they do. It was last week. But you and I were watching the trailer and we're just like, "What in the fuck is the point of this yeah. game?" And we still have no idea. Um, it just it kind of like just walk looks around like and a, explore. Yeah, an exploration game of friends. You play as these crazy little fucking looking creatures that kind of look like ants that walk and have long noses. Is the best way I can describe it to yeah. you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It just looks like some yeah. playful little fucking game. And then it's got the Raymond Two talk, so they're not actually talking. Talking. They're just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is planned released for um, 2025. That's far out, though. It's cooperative adventure about teamwork and talking is what it says. So interesting. We'll see more about that when it comes out. I'm sure we'll uh, I'd like to keep doing this podcast throughout the future. So maybe in 2025, it'll come out and we'll talk more about it. Yeah, they do also have that uh, one game. Uh, um the new uh, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They great, they said it was going to be like their Budokai Takayenchi's. Uh, I I butchered that. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, but it's what the fuck was it called? It something Soul, something Spirit, something Spark, Sparking Zero. Maybe. Yeah, Sparking Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I had to go through the motions to pull that one out. So. Yeah. Uh, they said they're bringing back the gameplay. Uh, Budokai Tenkaichi. Uh, I think I said it right that time, uh, which is exciting. I loved those games growing up. I never got to play them as much as I wanted to because they were on PlayStation. So I only got to play them when I went to a friend's house. Um, maybe some of the later ones were on other consoles. I don't know. I never actually got to own one, though. Uh, but what was said? Something was said that was controversial about this. I think it might be excluding local multiplayer, which people aren't understanding i don't understand either uh okay yeah here it is the steam listing states it's either single player or online pvp there is no indication of local multiplayer which is weird if this is supposed to be a fighting game 
how do you do that? And, but the thing is, though, I kind of I understand where they're coming from because this one now is going to be full 3D fighting, uh, similar to what were those other Dragon Ball games called that um, are full 3D fighting, Cody? Uh, uh, Xenoverse. Uh, so I've never I played I, any of them. Okay, so I I guess it's 3D full 3D movement like a Xenoverse game, but fighting like the Budokai Tenkaichi games. Uh, I don't know how that's gonna work, guys. I I guess, but you can't really split screen that. Maybe you can. You could. You absolutely could. It'd be harder to see for sure. Uh, you'd have to do a horizontal split screen, I imagine. Uh, but yeah, it, plus rendering everything twice, it would just make it hard. Now that they're doing full 3D battle, so unfortunately, I see where that's coming from. That's gonna suck for you guys who love the local kind of multiplayer or grew up on it a lot of us fortunately here we don't do local local multiplayer so if we ever want to hop into that that still works for us sorry for anybody who's hoping for that but it looks like it's not going to be there you will have to play online with your bros with your buddies you'll have to land party it um but it looks good it does look good so yeah uh i know we saw jiren boo uh, Android 18, Cell, of course, the big ones, Goku, whatever, Mr. Saiyan, um, who else? Piccolo, Krillin, oh, uh, yeah. Brawly. I, I don't know who all's in the game. That's the people, uh, Frieza's for sure in the game. Uh, I don't know anyone else. I'm sure they're going to have a huge roster, though. They've been, I'm, they've been knocking it out of the park. Bandai has. Um, when it comes to the rosters in the Dragon Ball games, so oh yeah, um, yeah that that looked kind of hype. The biggest announcement of the night for me that I'm so excited for, uh, was definitely, uh, No Man's Sky's developers. Hello oh game. yeah, they announced their new title called Light No Fire. So. Uh, Sean Murray came out. He was timid. Uh, you could tell he was trying to be more reserved. They joked on it a lot. Uh, but you guys can shit on it all you want. No Man's Sky redeemed themselves. Sure, a game should never come out and then fix itself later. Um, no Man's Sky should have released in early access, but they had a exclusivity deal with PlayStation, so it didn't happen that way. Um, but... Now you can wishlist the game on Steam. It's called Light No Fire. I've talked about this concept for a long time. And if there's one studio I would trust to do it, it would absolutely be yes. Hello Games. And that is the concept of an entire planet-sized planet, an actual world bigger than Earth that everyone gets to play on. So seamless, seamless, just like No Man's Sky where you know you travel all these planets. I know you're thinking, well, doesn't No Man's Sky have planet-sized planets? Well, they're large. They're definitely not like the size of Earth. You know, you could walk around one of those planets in hours, I imagine, um, and then you could fly around, I'm sure. But this is a giant fucking planet that you can explore. They've been working on it for five years now. It looks like you could ride a crazy amount of creatures. There's a whole bunch of shit everywhere. The concept is that because this is a planet-sized planet, especially in the first few months, when you're traveling the continents and the you know areas of this game, you're going to go to places no other player has ever seen. Uh, we we don't know if it's going to be MMO style. I imagine probably not. Um, 
I don't know though. Could be that would be that would be cool, but I, I don't think know. It yeah. would be cool. Yeah, yeah, it'd be super cool because just having an entire planet alone for you and the boys, even if it's four player, even eight player, that's a fucking lot for one party. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. No Man's Sky, a whole universe is a lot. Yeah, but you're normally just stopping by, getting resources, moving on. But this is an, an adventure crafting style game. So where you could build bases and all that shit. And how I see this going is we build a base and you're traveling across a continent. You'll never see that fucking base again. Sure, I'm sure they'll have ways for you to get back to it, teleport back to it. But we're exploring a fucking world here, man. Um, oh, yeah. I, I am stupid excited for this game. Um, this is a concept I've thought about and wish somebody would do for a long time. And the team at Hello Games is doing it. So I would not mind them hyping this up, releasing this in early access and building on it just as they've done No Man's Sky for a decade now. So Hello Games, do it. Release the fucking game. Release it early. Build on it throughout the years. I want to, I want to fucking play this game. Uh, it looks like it is going to be at least four-player co-op. So uh, I'm, I'm fucking excited. I've, just because of our friend, well... Yeah, just because of our friend group and how big it is, I would kind of want that to be to at least like a six, maybe an eight. But then again, you know, four isn't a killer to me. I'm still overly hyped and down for it. Well, hopefully it is just, you know, close to an MMO style, even if 64 people in instance or something. Yeah. uh, Then, you know, no big deal there. But if it is just four people on this whole planet, ah kind of shit but i'm still gonna play the shit out of it oh Uh, yeah because but i wonder how they would be able to do that exactly you know because well it would have to load in the base there but what if uh, their base was on top of your base you know that, that sounds like it'd be pretty difficult to try to do yeah yeah so no man's sky i said 10 years i think they've worked on it for 10 years the game came out 2016, though. I took off work for it. Um, and, of course, yeah, the game was underwhelming. I took off work, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, so they've now been working on the game further for seven years, and they've made the game phenomenal. Um, so of those seven years, five of them, they've been working on this other title as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for the team. So it's... Uh, oh, yeah. I hope they don't have push on them right now, though, to release it. I mean, yeah, I think they've gotten the big expansiveness thing down, you know, with how No Man's Sky has turned out. But I hope there's no, like, pressure. Hey, you need to get it out now. Because, well, you know, with right that, now. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, because with that, we always know <laughs> shit gets fucked. Yeah. Like, and then it gets a lot of slack on it you know and eh, people generally don't go back to the game there's a lot of people now that they play it once oh it fucking sucks and never playing it again i generally don't try to do that i still try to give game chances unlike redfall redfall nah y'all just crap too hard there is no comeback from that <laughs> but most games i still try to give a chance and I hope they aren't rushed. I, I I hope they get the time they need. I know they've been working on it, but yeah, their partnership with Sony is probably most of the reason, or even Sean Murray's claimed it was for their mistakes. Is 
they got a big publisher. They felt all this pressure. They felt like they had to do this marketing so it would be big for Sony. But as of right now, they're not partnered with anybody. They're releasing this as themselves, and I hope it stays that way. I think all the hype this is generating, they're already in communications probably. Who knows? Microsoft's probably slipping in there. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone's probably slipping in there trying to get it. Uh, well, that would be awesome for them. Give them funds to keep going and yada, yada, yada. I kind of don't want to see it. I kind of want them to just, you know, keep doing what they're doing and release it in early access and give it, give us the game they want to give us over time. So. Oh, yeah. Which, hell, I think with the, because a lot of people are hyped about the game. I think Microsoft would be like, hey, bro, just put my name on the box. I'll slide you a little cash here. <laughs> Microsoft just wants their name on everything it seems <laughs> yeah which kudos to them i mean cool shit but then again it is a little scary at times microsoft is in my opinion a lot better at not pressuring and the reason i say that and you know, i'm sure people out there might have examples where i'm wrong sure that's fine too i guess but the game that has been on my wish list the longest of all the games on my Steam wish list, which there are a bunch, the one that has been there the longest since 2017 is a game called The Last Night. This has been yeah. one of my most anticipated games every fucking year. And now it's to the point where I'm almost convinced it's just never coming out. But this is a game that's going to be Microsoft published. It's called The Last Night. It is a cinematic platformer um cyberpunky futuristic game and it looks gorgeous it's like this 3d pixel art and it's one of the most beautiful games i've ever fucking seen even back in 2017 and um they claim it even looks much better now i've been following the discord i've been following the developers on twitter everything just waiting for this fucking game they claim it's still well in the progress uh, that they didn't even reach full production until like 2021 or something, even though the first trailer was released in 2017. I don't fucking know. But yeah, they're working with Microsoft, ran out of funds, and then Microsoft even gave them more money. Um, they're not like the official publisher, but it is going to be a temporary um, Microsoft exclusive. So I think PC and Xbox first, um, according to Tim Sore, the... Uh, studio head. So I've been waiting for this for fucking ever. Uh, Microsoft hasn't pressured them to get it out, to my knowledge. It's it it's literally just kind of been. It was rated like best of E3 2017, all this shit, and we still we haven't gotten fuck all from it ever since. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it, I. I I don't know if anyone else out there has heard of The Last Night, but if not, go check it out. Uh, don't get excited for it, because who knows if we're ever going to fucking get it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always a sucky thing. Yeah, but uh, they claim it's coming. Like, I check the Discord, you know, every now and then, and they're still in there talking. Yeah, yeah, no, it's coming. It's coming. So we'll fucking see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, 
one game that was given an award that I don't think it should have been given, just my opinion. Oh boy. Was Alan Wake 2 on game direction? So granted, I haven't played the game, but there were so many other nominees in that lineup that should have at least gotten it before them. So I I agree. I okay, so game direction to me is um I, I guess it could be two different things, but for me, it was the direction the game is going in and where it's taking kind of the future of games. Um, if it means literal directing, then sure, maybe Alan Wake should win a directing because it was more of a directed game. It had actual, you know, uh, director. It shot live action sequences. Sure, maybe that. But when I think of game direction, I think of the direction that games are going and what's steering the community of gaming in the right direction and for me that was definitely another Baldur's Gate win but I mean so be it uh, Alan Wake 2 won quite a few awards people fucking loved uh, Alan Wake 2 uh, I'm glad Baldur's Gate 3 did take game of the year it was well 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 deserved best multiplayer it won a lot of fucking rewards so congrats to Larian Studios again keep up the awesome fucking work yeah, like, but in my opinion, you know, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom was there. And I really like their building aspect and, you know, creating. I thought that that's a good way, to, uh, you know, the direction of building in gaming should go, I guess. Um, I mean, Boulder's Gate 3 definitely, in my opinion, should have got it. Although they did win an asshole of rewards, doesn't mean they shouldn't. If you make a good game, shit, and you get all the rewards in the end, you know, that that's just it. Yeah, so <laughs> it so shouldn't be judged just because you, oh, you've already won so many. Give this one. No. Yeah, I, but, well, I think all categories were community voted, so I, I guess the yeah. community feels that way, so. Yeah, um, I guess that's why, you know, I'm, I'm. I'm going to have to play it whenever it comes on sale for a good price. I'm going to have to have to fucking do it. That's yeah. just it because I'm judging it and I haven't played it. I've seen some of it and, and it did look good. I just don't think it should have won that award. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, oh man, but uh, for the most part, I did agree with most of the rewards. I know a lot of people are like, "What? what's a Baldur's Gate 3? Um, and then even we're roasting some of the combat. Baldur's Gate 3 is Dungeons & Dragons brought to a video game, and they did a phenomenal job. So if that's not your cup of tea, sure, you won't like it. Um, same thing with a lot of people like, why didn't Spider-Man 2 win? It's not a lot of people's cup of tea. So, um, but Baldur's Gate 3 was an insane achievement for gaming. So. Yeah, and I, did, I didn't hear as much from Alan Wake 2 that I heard from Baldur's Gate 3. So it does, it's a little confusing as to why it got picked, but hey, like I said, I haven't played the game, so I can't fully judge it on that until I play it, I guess. It's got me to the point. I don't like those style games, but I've got to play it to give it its proper credit. You're right, right. Okay. Um 
what else exciting was announced? There was a few things. Um, here, let's see. Rise of Ronin looked a little bit fun. I, I did kind of want to try that one. Don't have yeah. much on it other than I, I kind of like the fight style of it, and I've always liked games in that kind of style. So, uh, it's one of those ones. Yeah, I'll try it, but I ain't gonna. Nah, you know, uh, we deal hunters around here. We got to hunt for a good deal. Right. Well, the game with Matthew McConaughey was called Exodus. And um, and it did look pretty good. Uh, again, the gameplay footage it's shown was like a third-person style game. And there's barely, mo most of it was cutscene. And there was barely any gameplay, just a few seconds of it at the end. Uh, but it does look decent, so. We'll check that out when it comes out for $112. Not really, but that's a direction. They announced a new Blade game from the developers of Dishonored and Deathloop. Uh, that could be cool. We'll have to see some gameplay from that, but I don't... Did they even show gameplay? Uh, of uh, the Blade? It was, yeah, oh, it was just I a little clip. Right? just a little clip, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll... Check that out. Uh, there was another new Monster Hunter announced, Monster Hunter Wilds, but it's a far out to my understanding. I think that's 2025. Um, so, yeah, I think it said like in the fall or winter 2025 or something like that. Maybe. I haven't got to hop on the Monster Hunter train, but I am going to hop on with Wilds because we've been wanting to play, but we just haven't known which one to play. So, fuck it. I'm going to wait for the new one. We're going to play that one. I mean, they showed that game pretty fucking well, too. Like, what I, I immediately at the beginning knew it was Monster Hunter just because of the blade on the back. Yeah, I was like, that's yeah. a Monster Hunter blade right there if I've seen one. And then the way it was showing uh, how, you know, like it was a little stampede of dudes and then the big dudes behind them, you know, eating them. And then the even bigger dudes coming in and fighting while the fucking environment is just going crazy with the storm. They they really showed that game well to get me really excited for it too, because I, yeah. I have played a decent bit of Monster Hunter, and uh, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see that one. Yeah, let's see. There's also a game called No Rest for the Wicked, which was uh, RPG, some medieval RPG from the people who did uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. It looks, um, it's it's a decent looking game. Um, if it ever goes on sale, it's one of those I'd wait for go on sale to check out. I think it does have online co-op though, which could, you know, kind of boost that timing of when we actually pick that up. Um, <clears throat> yeah. What else? See if there was anything else we might have missed. Uh, well, I'm sure there were some we missed. Some, some you know, we just oh, yeah. weren't excited for. That doesn't mean it's not going to be good. But it might just not be our taste. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. A lot of indie games I did not mention here um, were announced. So good luck to all those developers out there. Um, hopefully your game takes off. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much the game awards. Um, for the most part, I agreed with most of the awards. I liked the announcements. Hopefully next year they get their heads out of their asses and give people some proper time to talk. People being rushed off stage after their hard work and all that was very, very frustrating. 
Oh yeah, just a big. It just seemed very disrespectful to me. Yeah. All right. Like so... the uh, voice actor. Uh, sorry, uh, the voice actor for Asturion. He kind of looks like he embodied that character more or less. Like the yeah. way he uh, came up there, it was kind of like I could totally see in that be the real life Asterion. <laughs> yeah, he 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 fucking killed it. He did awesome. Uh, hats off yes. to him, uh, and I hope to see him in a lot more work going for uh, forward. So definitely. Uh, but this week for gaming was a slow week for me. Um, I know I didn't really get to play much of shit throughout the week. I played maybe an hour total maybe hour and a half total of Diablo this week. Um, uh, fuck, I don't even know what else. Uh, I know a, a bit of VR. I know I've been fucking around on the quest. You and I played some more Dungeons of Eternity, which I'm still really liking. I want to get back into that this week some. Uh, yeah, definitely. And tonight, I might play some more Siege. I really enjoyed that yesterday. It was it was fun. It was definitely fun getting back into it. Uh, I did kind of, you know, it, it threw me off a little bit with them uh, doing what they did to my girl Frost. But uh, with her traps, how now instead of uh, the little claw trap she has, uh, instead of it keeping the person down and that being it, you do have a chance to self-revive yourself. Granted, they do take a good bit of damage oh, and, and they whatnot, leak. and they leak blood. So, yeah, you could definitely, you, you do have to pay attention a lot more with her. Other than, you know, I would just sit there and wait for, you know, like the ting. I'd be like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> now <laughs> I really can't. I, if I do that, I got to be almost damn near right next to it because they can revive out of that shit very quickly. Yeah, I uh, I forgot you were a Frost main. So, th yeah, that sucks. They fucked your character a bit there. The okay, granted. Being well, they did make it kind of a little more fair, you know, because... Agreed. Is, I was going to say, as an attacker, Frost suck. traps are just fucking annoying. Yeah. Frost and traps I put them in the most annoyingest places, too. Like, why the fuck would you put it there? Let them cook. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's how I've always felt when people, you know... Look at how I place mine, and they try to call me on it. I'm like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last kill of the match will be that. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was a good time. So we'll check that out. Um, let's see, anything else to talk about? This one's uh, we're gonna wrap this one up around the hour mark today. Uh, unfortunately. I got more errands to run this evening, but uh, what else we got, Cody? Um, well, I've been, I've just been messing around really in Chivalry 2, and I guess Slay the Spire's still just playing the regulars. I was in Diablo, but I'm at the point now in Diablo where I need I need a crew. I can't run through like I could sit there and keep on going through the lower tiered fucking nightmares, but trying to level up your relics that way just oh my god it just uh, mind numbingly grindy. It, it takes a long time and it's grindy. Yeah, I get it. I yeah, get it. 
Yeah, hopefully we can get Lauren. The Christmas event comes out this week, so hopefully that'll have an uh, XP boost. We can get Lauren to 100 and start properly grinding because um, I do want to kill those in-game bosses. So. Yeah, we've I'm been looking trying forward to that. I Duriel, and then every time I go to like do it, I keep remembering, I'm like, ah, that's why Patrick said, no, nah, you might just want to keep him on you. So, you know, if you do want to try it one time, which I haven't, because you have, and I think I my drunk brain did that because I really want to do that with y'all. So it was like, right. if he don't have the items, he can't do it on his lonesome. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> let's grind Lauren to a hundred this weekend and fucking try it out. Hell yeah! Oh man! All right, I'm gonna call it there. I got a long drive ahead of me. Um, let's see. Thank you for joining us episode 12 i think of joystick journeys thank you guys so much for coming on this journey with us i'm patrick i'm signing off and cody thanks everyone